undergroundcollective.co.uk Welcome along to part three of our second roundtable chat. Um, in this one, we cover our favourite albums outside of electronic music. Yeah. Right, let's go. Let's go on to albums. Otherwise, we're going to be for Kev. It's ten to one anyway. So you know. Yeah, I've got oh, to go got... soonish. Oh, no, that's sorry. okay. That's okay. Never mind okay. me. Okay. Right. Let's get on to albums. First. Uh, I, thought we were... <laughs> eh? I thought you were done. Nope. Oh, no, no, no. It's got plenty. Too much gibberish. This is going to be a fifteen-minute edit, by the way. When we get rid of all the shit we're talking. Go. Anyway, mine, go. Um, no, it's Dom first. Let's go with Dom first. If Dom's got to go, I'll do Dom first. Then. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so my album is... Um, I, I don't know, just in French, I just, remember, I just seem to remember it all my life growing up, like listening to The Police and stuff like that. And I remember, again, it's like, we, funny enough, just links what we're talking about. You know, something striking, like the album cover was striking. It was just a picture of the three of them with their blonde hair on it. And it really stood out. And I was like, what is what that? And I think, huh? What a pick. That's yeah. class. R- Regatta de Blanc is, is Dom's yeah. pick. And it was just, yeah, it really stuck out. And like, I think, you know, when you're a kid, you love things like the police and the army and stuff like that. And the name, the police, I was like, that's pretty cool. And then when I listened to it and as I got older, I was like, this is fucking really good music, man. Yeah, it is, it's a quality. I mean, what I picked to play is this. Thank you. 
sure we have that right. talk, when you when you talked about the blonde hair, then I just thought about um, Quadrophenia. Yeah, in the, <laughs> just, of, in the back of the truck in Quadrophenia. Again, it's like there's only three of them, and what the three of them do to make it sound so big and so yeah. like, especially that track. That track is pretty it, minimalistic, pretty it, stripped back. Yeah, it's but just it does bass sound and so guitar big. and drums. The sound and it, sounds so yeah. big, doesn't it? And again, I think you can hear like almost similarities to electronic music. It's got really strong drums, really good bass lines, and it just something about it is just captivating. Yeah, I love it, man. It's just such a yeah, good album. That's it. That's, that's a, well that's a out tune. Right? Everything's really well arranged, and everything has its place, which yeah. is the point. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's yeah, not the arrangement either, is he? Sting. What one of my biggest childhood memories is uh, driving around Germany listening to. Uh, Sting and Desert Rose. Um, I <laughs> like Sting and Desert Rose, and it was kind of it used to happen on deafening volume. I don't understand why. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we we drove around Germany listening to Desert Rose. It was weird. It's a shame that Sting's a bit of a twat. But <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I struggle. I struggle when when lead singers turn into bellends. I really yeah. struggle. To... I really struggle to connect back to it with the art. Has, has he? Has he got? I mean, I might have missed it, but has he got? I mean, apart from like having sex for forty-eight days or whatever he does, <laughs> um, like I've, I, I don't know what I, I must have missed the rest of it, or maybe I've consciously kind of filtered it out of my head because I, Why I, is he I, a I just like Sting a lot. He just he's just full of himself. Like the reason the police split up is just because he was full of himself. He thought he really? was far superior to them and stuff, and he still is now. Like, yeah, he's very talented. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. Just, do, do you know who he went to school with? He went. Sorry, he was at the same. Went to the same school as him. Don't. I, 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 no, I know he taught at Cramlington, Cramlington High School up in Cramlington yeah. in Newcastle. Neil, Neil, Neil Tennant of the Pet Shop Boys went to the same school as him. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Decent music department at that school. Exactly. Yeah, he was their music teacher. Pet Shop Boys were class. Yeah. Yeah, they're another great. Electronic to be, musician. To be honest, I, I got I dragged that... to take that, that take that a few years ago by the missus, um, and they were the really? best of the entire Is that night. The real reason you went? Well, yeah, she told me I had to go, so I had to do what I was told. I, as you heard, you know, <laughs> I do what I'm told. Um, but, <laughs> but they they were the best bit of the night. You know, they, they were amazing. Who? Petrol Pet 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 boys. Yeah. yeah, just my, checking. It wasn't take that. You was my mate Jones. He, he he's he's in love with the petrol like. I think he actually is in love with the Pet Shop Boys, but um, he, 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 yeah. If you play Pet Shop Boys, any track, he knows every single word to every single track of every single Pet Shop Boys track. It's quite impressive. That's amazing. Yeah. But, I could probably um, do that with the police. <laughs> you, you drop a Pet Shop Boys track at any point, obviously not in the middle of a fucking mid-techno mid rave. Do it. <laughs> Go off well, isn't it? it yeah. We had the, we had this debate recently about um, whether you can drop a tra an artist like the Pet Shop Boys into a set. My yeah, argument could. is you can, you can yeah, definitely. I think so. um, yeah, I think you could. I think I think the twelve twelve in the the full twelve inch remix of the uh, of West End West Girls. End. Yeah, but it's an absolute unreal. Yeah, but the intro fucking, goes on for so long. But it's say, taking it back, the mix, taking it back to the police there, that, that walking on the moon, you can end a set. You can end a set with that walking on the moon there. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Hundred yeah. percent. Like, you can even play it mid-set just to just change the pace and like. That's proper brave, but you could mid-set. Yeah. It's one of those tracks that if you thought you were going to do it, you're going to live or die by it. 
But someone well, like Villa Lobos, someone like Villa Lobos, yeah, you could see yeah, him Villa playing Lobos that. Play anything. He could yeah. like just play the start of that that walking on the moon, and then suddenly just transition it into another like strip back drum track or something. Yeah, yeah, it would well, work. Kolsch would do that as well. Then the DJs though, yeah. is it not yeah. our job to push push I it? Kolsch can do that. It is, but I think you know there Villa is, Lobos is a, is a perfect example of DJs. He pushes things so much and. The problem is when he gets it wrong. Did you did you see the backlash of him when he played at Cocoon in the Park? Yeah, and he got absolutely slaughtered for it. It's the wrong this... crowd. It's the wrong crowd for him. And that's like, the thing. How, that's how the was thing. that? Like, Cocoon in the Park is loads of steroid up meatheads. Yeah, and he played he played Little Louis French Kiss and not me. I think there's like three people in the whole field who knew what it who knew what it was. So it's completely the wrong. Yeah. Disappointing. He's he's not your entry level DJ. He's very niche. Like you can't mm. you can't just that, like book him and expect people to yeah. love him. You've got but to go the, to see him. Yeah, but that's why I agree with the Berlin policy on doors. I know a lot yeah. of people have problems with it, but I, I when you've got when you've got a you know it's very hard for other cities to do their policy, even in London, to have their... I suppose if you're a fabric or someone like, somewhere like that, you can, you can get away with it when you've got that much demand as a club and you've got that many people that want to go. But not many places on earth have a tourist industry based on electronic music. No. But the, the way that they can or that they do have their door policy, I think it's the most perfect door policy you can have to create a vibe in a club and to make sure that the people who are coming in, for sure it's going to piss a few people off. It's pissed me off um, when I've been to Berlin and I've not got into somewhere. But if they want to just make sure that their club nights are full of people who are actually there, who are into the scene and not just hangers-on, because that that's what our scene too often has become. Yeah, um, You go to too many parties where... There's not, you know, it puts off the actual people who are into the scene because yeah. it, the the whole the crowd is a, not a great crowd to be around. It's full of idiots. Yeah. yeah. Right, guys, I've got to love you and leave you because I've got. To... No, yeah, no worries, man. Put, put the cat coming, Dom. Pleasure. Nice <laughs> see you, Dom. See you soon. Look, yeah, like nice to hear you all. I look forward to listening to the rest of it when it's edited down to fifteen minutes. It'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> Right, the problem is these fuckers will put the whole thing out like they did the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, take care, guys. Catch you later. See you later. Anyway, you boys have got to answer. What was the question? Because we asked Dom it and we haven't asked these boys it. <laughs> um, let's get on to Matt's um, album choice because it's very apt as an album title because the album title is Extinction Level Event. <clears throat> it, is, it's quite, it's, it is quite, you know. It's, uh, so, um, it, go for it. it. Won't surprise many people that when I was a youth, I played a lot of computer games. You know, being into IT as as that is my day job, I actually spent a lot of time playing on computer games. And this is one of the games that I, I associated it with a computer game, which was Half Life at the time. So, so it's it's one of those track. It's, it's one of those albums that I spent quite a lot of time. You know, the the CD player was next to me, and it's. You have the music on in the background while I was playing the game because I was trying to finish it and obviously doing what I needed to do. Um, and yeah, it's it's just one of those memories that sticks in my mind. And I listened to it back the other day because I was angry doing some work. And I do tend to listen to quite a lot of rap music when I'm angry and hip hop music when I'm angry. Exactly, well. you know, a soundtrack to your life. You know, there's music yeah. for every mood. Yeah, and and this one was one of the ones that sort of stuck in my mind as. 
yeah, I, I remember what I was doing at that point that I listened to this track and this this actual album. Um, and and that was kind of why I listened to it. And there's some fantastic tracks on that album. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. It's awesome uh, album. And I think a lot of people would be surprised at, at the choice of album that I've gone for, to be honest, because it's probably not really me. Can I just put You're play? quite straight, though, Matt, aren't you? <laughs> Boy. Let me just play the intro because <laughs> the intro, the intro is two two minutes thirty seven, and it's an basically it's an apocalyptic kind of like monologue about the world. Now, don't think this was recorded in nineteen ninety eight, and so many of these things. I don't mean to be a bit freaky and weird, but so many of these things are happening. And play this the intro to the album now. One second. Daddy, what's it going to be like in the year 2000? Well, sweetheart, for your sake, I hope it'll be all peaches and cream, but I'm afraid the end time is near. The cataclysmic apocalypse referred to in the scriptures of every holy book known to mankind. It will be an era fraught with boundless greed and corruption, where global monetary systems disintegrate, leaving brother to kill brother for a grain of overcooked rice. The nations of the civilized world will collapse under the oppressive weight of parasitic political conspiracies which remove all hope and optimism from their once faithful citizens. Around the globe, generations of polluters will be punished for their sins, unshielded by the ozone layer they have successfully depleted, left to bake in the searing naked rays of light. Wholesale assassinations serve to destabilize every remaining government, leaving the starving and wicked to fend for themselves. Bloodthirsty renegade cyborgs created by tax-dodging corporations wreak havoc. Pissed-off androids tired of being slaves to a godless and gutless System where the rich get richer and the poor get fucked over and out. Unleash total worldwide destruction by means of nuclear holocaust, annihilating the terrified masses, leaving in its torturous wake nothing but vicious, cannibalistic, mutated, radiated, and horribly disfigured hordes of satanic killers. See, from there it goes a little bit west, but you've got <laughs> tax dodging corporations, boundless greed and corruption, political conspiracies, and, um, you know, polluters. And this was, this was re- released in 1998, and we're like, all these things are happening as well. So it starts yes. to talk about renegade cyborgs and you know aliens coming down and to, to take us over. But it, so it, many of those things are happening. It's fucking weird. It does go off, and it's a bit of a tangent. I mean, one of the one of the great tracks on that entire album is um, "This Means War" with Ozzy Osbourne. Just, yeah. so on just that, I'm... it's a fantastic track, and it's one of the first ones that probably I remember crossing over genres. Obviously, you had. Um, Oh, you had uh, Eminem with uh, Rap Superstar. Um, was it Cypress Hill was with that? Cy- Cypress Hill rap, uh, Rock Superstar, yeah. That was one of my... did a version as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and, and the, probably This Means War was one of the ones that it was... It was quite an obvious crossover, and it was actually really cool. But as an artist, I quite like Buster Rhymes just for how fast he can talk. It's just insane how fast that man can talk. See, that, that's, that's Finn's thing at the minute. It's like, Daddy, listen to how fast this guy can rap. I'm like, yeah, but it's not it's not the be-all and end-all of being a rapper. It's being a you rap as quick as you can. It's about the flow. It's about you know being a, a wordsmith and a lyricist and you know and the production behind it. But it's like, no, Daddy, faster. The faster, the better. <laughs> like, But the track <laughs> I picked off it, and it is a wicked album. <laughs> Was that a bit dismissive of it? It's taste. <laughs> 
That was massively dismissive. I was like, yeah, basically, you're talking about rap like a nine-year-old. <laughs> well, but that's how he, he like to him. The, the faster someone can rap, that means the better they're a better rapper. I'm like, it doesn't work like that. But at the time, though, because most most of the rap tracks I listened to, uh, and it's probably just the stuff I was listening to, was it was all fairly constant pace. I mean, back around those times, you had. Um, Probably Eminem's first album, wasn't it? That um, yeah, that came out in. I mean, it came out around that that particular time as well, and that was that was the album that launched him first. Well, that was the track that first launched him around, and that was quite obvious as to what he was saying. But you know, it, it's just something different, and I quite what, as, as what, we've seen, I quite like something different. Yeah, the, the, what I had this album, and funnily enough, I had it on this afternoon, and I've got like a fifty watt. Um, set up on the, the computer downstairs and it's got like a, an 8 inch sub for the computer and the, the wife shut down, will you turn the bass down? And it just t- t- took me back to my mum shouting exactly the same thing to me <laughs> <laughs> my mum shouted exactly the same thing, will you turn the bass on that down? And it's such a bassy album and I'm going to play um, I'm going to play the track I'm going to play one second and try and find it uh, on the wrong playlist because I've gone off piste and played the intro to you. Um, I'm going to play Take It Off, which is this.
And for me, that is just that's fucking hip hop, there, isn't it? That, you don't. That's such a hip hop beat. It doesn't get it, any more hip hop than that. It's a, it's a great album. Uh, just to bring Matt, it down. Are you, but... are you stood on the stage? Are you sat on the stage? No, I'm sat in the kitchen. You look like you said stage curtains behind you. They're just going to open up and there'll be a full set behind you. (laughs) That's disappointing. I thought there was going to be a full stage drop behind you. (laughs) No, it's not quite that bad. So, I mean, for me, me, I think one of the other members as well as playing the computer game at the time was, I'm going to bring it down a bit, but my granddad died whilst I was playing that game. And it's kind of you associate things that were going on with life and, I remember my mum ringing me, so my granddad was quite ill at the time. And it was obvious it was going to happen. Um, but I remember my mum ringing me at the time saying, sorry to say, your granddad's passed away. Um, I was doing my GCSEs at the time, I think. Um, and I remember going, pausing it, going, all right then, that's fine. And then just pressing play and just listening to it for a bit and then actually carrying on with what I was actually doing. It was kind of, it was weird to know that that carried on playing, but yeah that life had stopped and it, it was very strange it's weird it's weird how and that's something that, that music does more than any anything else in the world is it just instantly invokes memories whether it be like you said your grandma passing away or a time and a place on a dance floor it's like instantly transport you back and nothing else can do that no other art form does that at all <laughs> right Kev, do you want to go right kevin you're up with your uh your first uh no not your first one of your favorite albums outside of electronic music yeah. Now, I've got to confess, this is right outside of my uh, my knowledge zone, so you're going to have to talk through it quite a lot. So, Tool, Tool, that's the name of the band. I don't know if any of you guys know the band. Tool, T-O-O-L. No. Oh, Tool. Tool? Yeah, yeah, it's not proper <laughs> rock, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really intelligent rock music, but metal, rock infused it's um the thing is they they don't do uh four four beats uh songs they try to mix it up uh six eight three four during a song itself the rhythm changes the the changes it all changes so it's really it's really 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 an interesting band and um i got to know them from their second album enema um enema that's what? nothing. They've well, got a track for an album, Enema. They've got. They, they, have a, they have a. They have a track, Enema. <laughs> yeah, it's an album, and and the the track is called which are you are going to hear is called Stinkfist. One second, I'm going to play it for you now.
So that that kind of brings me back to when I was a youth, and quite a lot of the people I grew up with actually listened to that 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 type of music. You know, is is quite obscure rock music, and there was uh, Tool and Corn around at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, but corn, Tool corn, are a lot better than Corn. Yeah, Corn Corn is more Tool, tool make decent music, but Corn fucking shite. <laughs> I, I, I had a theory that Corn were that embarrassed to be in Corn, they all had to wear masks because no one. <laughs> yeah. No well, one was corn, corn, corn were just like. Oh! Whereas yeah. Tool made decent de- decent rock music. Yeah, at and the still time. Do. Still do. They they put out an album. They they always tended to uh, um, delay their albums or have a, a huge uh, hiatus between albums, like six years mostly. So they only yeah. have three, four or five albums. The last one came out last year after I think it was nine years of no music. Um, but it's it's the sound design, the the uh, percussion used, the yeah, the sounds, the the uh, Maynard James Keenan uh, Keenan's voice, the way that is used, the way the like the the anger is like subliminal in the tracks and just bursts out sometimes, but then keeps on on yeah, it's 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 really amazing, and that's that's the thing like what we were. It's the same thing with the Chemical Brothers, you know, the the little things, the details, the yeah. the, the special stuff that they put into it. That that's that's what really is so 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 important for me in music, and which I really have found. It doesn't matter what genre, you know. You can find find. I'm I'm classically trained. I, I play the saxophone, did music music school and stuff like that, and you get a, a big palette. Of all sorts of music, and and you just take that along on your own musical journey. I think. I I I, I think a lot of I, I well I find a lot of like uh, especially older older electronic music fans like a lot of like quite underground rock music as well, or what you class as like traditionally underground rock music. Mm-hmm. And I think I think I think probably nowadays everything's just kind of like um, split apart a little bit more. But but especially back in the old days, there was definitely an overlap between the the rock scene and the electronic music scene, which mm. which came together like fused between between Chemical Brothers and stuff like that. You know, Chemical Brothers fused those scenes together because they saw there was homogeneity between the two scenes. Yeah. And, and- and like Prodigy as well. Prodigy was like punk rock with the g- digital source, you know. Yeah, yeah. Course, d- and, that, and that's exactly that, that's. I mean, Prodigy was pure punk rock. And yeah. I, but I mean, I I think electronic music is punk rock. I think house music is punk rock. I think house, you know, modern day punk that <laughs> yeah, they yeah, say sure. that they say is punk isn't punk at all. It's a middle age. It's a it's a, not middle aged. It's a it's a. Um, you hit that point. What's, no, what's no, no, no. What's the what's the word I want? It's a. Um, um, it's manufactured, isn't it? Yeah, but what what's the word so I want? That... You're not a but middle class. Um, it's middle class like white kids making music that sounds like music that was made before, whereas punk rock was raw, and house music was raw, and how nothing has scared anyone more than the original punk music right. or yeah. 
the original house, especially in the UK. I mean, we've got law. We still have laws in the UK about house music being played. <coughs> and that, that I still love that. I went, I, I look, you know, that's a badge of honor. Because yeah, like, when, when, when the '90s, I'm already 40 years old, but fucking yeah. hell, that's still a badge of honor for for the scene. Yeah. That 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 law still stands. Yeah, of, when, of, when you when uh, your government has to bring out a bill to stop people having raves. Yeah. The Criminal Justice Bill of '94. That is pure counterculture. That is pure. Yeah. That like people think that that house music wasn't that influential. Fuck me, man. There has never been a bigger wave of influence in every single part of our lives since since that wave. There's there's a yeah. great documentary done by um, uh, what's his name, the fellow who plays Luther. Oh, it's uh, Elba. Edris Alba, Edris Alba. Yeah. He, 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 he does a documentary on how far-reaching house music has been to not just music, but to office environments, to home environments, to everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how much it is impacted on the world that we live in. If you, if you when, look at, you, if you... when you watch that, it's like, fuck me, man. Yeah. Such you, a raw DIY movement, which is what it has always been. The impact it's had on on the way we live, the way we work, and and even the popular culture charts that we listen to now, and the well, I don't listen to, but like people listen to, the impact it's had has been unreal. Mm-hmm. A, a bit as big as punk, punk culture, and yeah. often yeah. people don't see it like that. If you look at the likes of Google and all your massive tech companies who have relaxed policies and they have beanbags and they have breakout areas and they have that that's all from our scene. That that yeah, it's that, from chill out areas. That's from it's from, from chill out area. areas. When, when clubs started creating chill out areas, that, that that that's what he says, isn't it? That's yeah. that's the point Idris Alba makes, isn't it? It's like that whole that whole mindset has been created from the chill out area of a club. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that, uh, you know, JD, the one, uh, the producer from uh, Plastic Dreams. Yeah. Um, so he's one of the guys that has, has signed a couple of tracks on my label. And uh, I did an interview with him, which is on uh, on YouTube. And we talked about that a little bit as well. And he said, yeah, you know, house music is is really the basic of, of, of a lot of things. And it always, it, it keeps on being interesting because it always evolves it always evolves and people are looking for new sounds and new stuff to do with it but it remains house music and it's the the biggest well thing in music really because like you because you have that um what we talked about earlier as well there's no limits in what you can do with that music it's that kind of music and it would always evolve like rock music will always evolve Rock, like no, you look at rock music. No one would ever say rock music will ever die, and people will say, people will think house music is still a fad, and house music is just a staple part of music now. Yeah, it just is. It is, yeah. So yeah, and if you can be creative with that, and 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 make new songs and new tunes, and get people to feel feel things uh while hearing the songs that you put out or if it's as a producer or as a dj yeah there's nothing better yeah amen so uh that concludes our second roundtable chat with our underground collective djs 
I uh, hope you enjoyed. We're looking at doing another one in the future, and you'll find it in the in the normal places. Undergroundcollective.co.uk